Tracy. Welcome Lynn. to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Bat Matt. Matt, what should people do? Whoa. What should people do? My... I said, what should people do? Two. <laughs> my consonants got mixed up with consonants that were not in the sentence. Uh, well, I should have taken all that nonsense to think of what should people do this week, but I didn't, so... You know Should where I make an us. Instagram? Probably, so then I just have something to add to the rotation. Yeah. I'm not sure what we'd put on there, but something. Yeah, the pictures of, like, interesting things that we see or, like, what we're up to at the moment. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. Kind of... Slice of life. Do something. Yeah. Slice of life. Make it very artsy. Yeah, let's do we'll it. We'll branch out. Okay. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram. Something co- coming soon to... <laughs> Summing coons. Good lord, our consonants are wrong. We're just really struggling with the consonants today. Coming soon to eyes near you. Yep. All right. So we'll do that. Uh, it'll probably be just us losers. Something. I'm assuming yeah. that's going to be. I'm. I'm gonna check for. You know what? I'm gonna go look. All right. We're see. doing this right now. Well, okay. We can continue. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to? Um. Well. What? Ch- I messed it up. What Chubb been up to? Got it. <laughs> uh basically the same things i was up to last week so i finished arrested development season five um i have decided that no it's not actually a bad season of arrested development it's just a surrealist reinterpretation of what arrested development is supposed to be so just us losers exists already okay they have zero followers and they're following zero people and they have zero posts their uh bio is just us losers doing stuff or things our parents might not know about that's not us. Nope. We're going to be Just Us Losers Pod. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. So anyway. What have we been up to? I ignored all of what you were saying. I was just I saying that Arrested Development Season 5 is not actually a bad season of Arrested Development. It's oh. just a surrealist reinterpretation of what a season of Arrested Development should be. Oh. Well, it's that's... like they, they took the characters in the familiar situations and then they wrote basically nonsense dialogue that just happened to be grammatically correct. So it's kind of like when people put like all of Harry Potter into an AI and force it to read it, write a book. It kind of feels like that. Okay, well, that's disappointing. Yeah, because I don't think it was intentional. Is it funny? Either that, no. Is Harry like, the moment supposed to be funny? The first three seasons, like the actual real on TV seasons, are hilarious. Some okay. of the best comedy ever put on TV, as far as I know. But all right. yeah, I, no, I this think that's Brooklyn just... Nine Nine. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then I watched uh, Gilmore Girls' Year in the Life, which is the sort of Netflix follow-up that checks back in on the characters 10 years after the events of the real show. Um, okay. It's just four episodes, but they're hour and a half each. Um, Are they still doing their m- m- Gilmoreing? They're They're still girling about Gilmorely. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> um, Don't know what that means, but okay. Me neither. Uh, it's basically raw fan service and just like okay let's check in on all of your favorite characters and see how they're doing but that's sort of what the show has always been just look at all these characters aren't they having fun and so it's it's fun it's it's cool to see what they've been up to because it's set 10 years after because it's you're seeing what should they've been up to exactly (sighs) wow and then i also watched the new episode of yellowstone yesterday because those come out every oh yeah that's right yeah really good still really good four episodes in still going strong just people peeing on stones possibly no that was arrested development <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened that'd be great uh no i think that was an episode of how i met your mother that i watched 
Anyway. I like how there's birds chirping outside. So it was just, for us, it was funny because it was sounds of birds chirping. But for you guys, it was just deafening silence. Yep. I'm actually going to, like, mute all of what's there. Actually, you're editing. You should yep. yeah. not worry about that. That's a dumb joke to make. Unless Whatever. you want to. I'll, I'll see if I can figure it out. Okay. All right. What uh, you been up to? I have been, what have I been up to? I've been sweating my goddamn ass off. That's for sure. Oh, my God. Oklahoma's the worst. Yep. Uh, other than that, I have been reading i read action comics mm-hmm. uh all of them Aren't all like of a thousand them ever, ever since i also s- just checked the weather and it's 108 degrees yeah in norman right now yeah that's really bad i'm sure it's worse in other places but doesn't mean it's not really bad here yep um anyway action comics but uh the new 52 run of action comics because mm-hmm. i'm still working on the new 52 i'm mm-hmm. actually just rereading stuff i've already read but it's a fun little like hey this is what he was like five years ago and then kind of uh, from what I can tell, it's like jumping kind of through his antics, uh, okay. kind of facing all his main people. So like Brainiac, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the Collector of Worlds at the time. And it was one of those like they kind of changed where the name came from just so it's like original that they don't call him Brainiac or they call him called him Brainiac on Krypton when he attacked them. But he's actually the Internet here. So it's like, oh, Skynet okay it was like <laughs> it's known as computo on this planet and brainiac on that planet here on earth it's known as the internet and i was just like okay because he likes to collect information so i suppose okay. that kind of makes sense that makes sense you just go to the repository of all the world's information yeah exactly um still so there was that comics are weird then there was the uh then he faced off with uh mixiespitlick mixiespitlick Mixyespitlick. Mixyespitlick. I don't know where this. I don't know where this emphasis is. Mixy licks pits. Mix. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so there was that little fun. Uh, do you know anything about Mixyespitlick? Uh, I know he's some sort of fifth dimensional being. I, you know he is because I told you in the car on the yeah, way here. Yeah, you did tell me in the car on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a fifth dimensional being that likes to trick people. He used to be more of like a villain particularly for uh superman mm-hmm. but now he's kind of like this little trickster guy that they kind of changed him more of to like an anti-hero or something and okay. made a different fifth dimensional be- being known as vindicative vindictivix who's the actual villain okay um and like you he if he comes back to if he comes to the third dimension to mess with people, you send him back by tricking him into saying his last name his name backwards. Anyone that says his name backwards also goes back to the fifth dimension, and they just go back to uh, the third dimension by saying their name backwards. Okay. Uh, there's actually a fun, really, really fun story. I think it was in the sixties or the seventies that uh, Superman went to the fifth dimension and kind of started tormenting him. Hmm. And he was like trying to trick Superman. It was like kind of flipped it, trying to trick Superman into going back, getting him back, getting him to say the name. So you get Superman to say Superman backwards, which was like uh, Namers, Namerpus? Namerpus. Namerpus. Yeah, or something like that. Uh, and he kept saying it over and over again. Never went back. And then, like, when he, like, finally had his, like, got his kind of revenge and, like, messed with him enough, he was like, uh, it was like, uh, Lelac, which is kind uh, of yeah. backwards. Uh, I like it. So it well, clever. He, like, yep. whispered that quietly. Clever. So. Uh, but yeah, no, so it was Lex Luthor, Brainiac, and then Mixia Split, like, just like the big, kind of big ones against him. Okay. Uh, Doomsday, like another Doomsday showed up. 
Hmm. And it like kind of it's one of those weird things with the new 52 where like, oh, it's this uh, remember when Superman fought Doomsday? So it's like, okay, so he fought Doomsday, died in this, which means Yeah, okay. Sure. Right. <laughs> like the death of Superman happened but it happened differently and they don't really have okay. the story to tell you how it happened differently. Uh, other than that, I read The World's Finest, which the New 52 didn't actually use Batman and Superman like it started. Mm-hmm. It's actually Huntress and Power Girl, which are the Robin and Supergirl from Earth 2. And okay. so they get stuck in a dimensional in a boom tube dimensional portal from their Earth while fighting Doomsday or Darkseid mm-hmm. and get sent to our Earth. And they're like, oh, shit, they already exist. And then, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fun. Okay. Uh, yep. Yep. That's what I've been up to. All right. those comics. Uh... Yeah, no, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, I didn't start the timer. Oh. Oops. I'm going to say I don't care what time it is. You We're know what? It doesn't I'm... matter. We'll just talk for a while. Yeah. See how it goes. Uh, news. News. Non-Comic-Con news. Because right. Comic-Con is happening right now. It'll We're going to do pretty... an episode on that next week. Yep. It'll be pretty much over by the time this episode's released. But right now, it's still relatively early in the afternoon Friday. And we are getting a fuck ton of news. Yep. Like, so many things. Yeah. We made this mistake last year where we talked about some of the Comic-Con stuff and recorded. And then, like, hours after all the trailers dropped, yeah. there was, like, a new <laughs> Justice League trailer and yeah. everything. Yeah. So, it all happened. so we're, we're just going to hold say. off. Anything that happened prior to yesterday is is considered news for today. Yep. Um, so it's going to be kind of old, but... We'll just talk about Comic-Con on the whole. Yep. So if you have thoughts on Comic-Con, let us know in the comments or on our Facebook or Twitter page or yep. our Gmail, and then we can talk about them on our episode next week. Yes. Look at that. I did the thing. I plugged us. Nice. Look at me go. Uh. Anyway, real news. Before we get to real news, though, you know what I think? What do you think? I think they missed out big time. What did they miss out big time? The Equalizer 2. I don't... What? They should have called it the Sequelizer. God damn ah. it. I forgot that was actually <laughs> happening. I, I, You have all the news, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Probably. So. Uh, yeah, there's been some kind of small stuff. Uh, there was a Stranger Things promo. I've like seen the, all those. I'm following all the kids on Instagram, so I've seen all that stuff. Yeah, it's like the the Hawkins. Yeah, the Hawkins a mall thing, in Hawkins, it, and it's got Steve looking Steve, awkward uh, yeah, in the ice cream there. place. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's just kind of a nice reminder that it exists. Yep, it's happening. I watched like the second half of season two again recently because Hannah just finally watched season two. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I'm yeah, really excited for season three. I need to go back and watch them again mm-hmm. cause, just because they're really good. But first, I need to finish Game of Thrones. Yeah. Still about three or four episodes into season five. And yep. I had a giant spoiler, yep. which is really upsetting. Yep. Hey, guys, if you're ever watching like a looper thing and it talks about character deaths, just don't watch it because they don't give. Oh, was it Screen Rant? I think it was Looper. Mm-hmm. As Looper, yeah, oh yeah, because you asked uh, me if you, it was the movie. Yeah, uh, they don't you give you any indication as to what the spoiler is. Yeah, like there's some other like uh, outside uh, outside Xbox is like a video game kind of thing, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll do little like list things like these are the best villains or whatever, and then they're like spoilers for these games, and then it'll list. It's like okay, good, thank you. No, I know Looper doesn't do that, and I got a giant spoiler of a character that I thought was still alive right now, mm-hmm. and is apparently dead, and I'm pissed. Yep. So, fuck you, Looper. Fuck yeah. you, Listicles. You guys don't know anything. 
every time you do an article on Batman, it makes me mad because it's like, look at all the times Batman has killed people. Yeah. And it's like, literally none of those were Batman post 1940. Right. Like, because it's all like, that's Jeff, that's Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. That's Azrael. Mm-hmm. That's literally a different, that's literally Thomas Wayne. That's not even, yep. it's just, and then that's like Batman when he was like, in his third issue, when he was right. like totally fine, but once Batman number one came out in 1940, it was like, all right, comics are done or f- killings done. Yep, that was a rant. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> I Looper, hate listicle companies. Yeah, and Looper's especially egregious. They're yeah. just a lot of regurgitated, warmed-over content that's not interesting at all. Yeah, and, and this one wasn't even like deaths we didn't see coming because I wouldn't watch that. Yeah, uh, but this one was like death bloopers. When this person died at the end of season five, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't even have time. Like, I didn't have time to realize what it was talking about. Yeah. It was just when Name Name died, and I was like, shit. Yep. <laughs> now I know. You dicks. Yeah. Continuing that rant. All right. Okay. Other news. Uh, other news. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> so last week we talked about uh, Duncan Jones said on Twitter that he was doing a comic book movie next. Yes. And he confirmed that it was not DC. So that is going to be Rogue Trooper. Damn it. It's not Killer Be Killed. No. Fuck. That's, yeah. But from what, what I hear. Rogue Trooper. It's a 2000 AD run. They're the people who did Judge Dredd. Okay. Um, it's a like a weekly British sci-fi comic magazine, sort of. Okay. I don't really know the format, but they've apparently got a bit of a cult following, just kind of in general. And they've also launched a whole bunch of famous comics writers. Uh-huh. Um, Mark Millar wrote for him at some point. Alan oh. Moore got his start on 2000 AD. Oh shit. Yeah. So like they're they're legit. Okay. And, and Dread is like definitely well regarded. Yeah. Okay um duncan jones is good rogue trooper from what i hear is supposed to be a well-liked run in the 2080 universe so sounds like a good good fit yep seems it'll be interesting awesome uh on that kind of note there was supposed to be uh there was an announcement a tease of a uh a new movie being adapted from an anime i think (laughs) it's called oh shit it's uh, I'll, I'll I'll go back and look it up, but it was a James Gunn thing. Mm-hmm. It was like he's teasing that, like, this is coming out. Mm-hmm. Look forward to San Diego coming on. Don't know if that's going to happen anymore because something happened. Yeah. Matt, you want to talk about what happened while I yeah. look up what the name so, of it was? So James Gunn uh, posted some tweets like 10 years ago that are kind of in poor taste. Um, that's multiple, an understatement. Yeah, multiple uh, rape and pedophilia jokes. So Disney went ahead and fired him. He's off Guardians 3. Um, and it looks like his future in Hollywood is at least kind of in flux. Yeah. So, okay, first of all, it's Berserk is, is the anime. Okay. Just I just to fill that gap of information. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a thought that it's going to seem very controversial at, at the start. But per my MO, hear me out for a second. Most people know I'm not an actual shitty person. Some people know I am a shitty person. (laughs) Um, Everyone has made a joke in some point of their life that is in poor taste. Oh, yeah. It's just something that, like, oh, it was a moment that it was just, like, that would have been – that was kind of funny. Some people happen to have posted online. 
doesn't actually reflect who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. Like I have made really bad jokes, yep. probably on the podcast. Oh yeah, people will be like, sure. "That's he's a bad person." Yep. But like, it doesn't reflect who I am because I tried as much as I can to be like open-minded, mm-hmm. equality for every conceivable different minority, majority, anything, mm-hmm. total equality, stuff like that. Uh, no one does equality better than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I have made jokes the equalizer that, <laughs> I have made jokes that are in poor taste and I've probably put them online mm-hmm. someone if they want to take me down can go and find that and just be like look what he said 36 years ago yeah he's a shit person yep like I think that's while it is shit that he said those yeah and it's shit that everyone says it. and I'm not saying it justifies anyone for saying it just because everyone else has done it mm-hmm. if everyone jumps off a bridge you're gonna fucking jump off a bridge probably because if everyone dies you're the last person on earth what's the point of living um whoa <laughs> <laughs> sorry I blacked out there for a second what happened stuff um, everyone has made the jokes doesn't make it right however I don't think it's fair to ruin a person's career off of one thing they said yeah. As long as it wasn't targeting a specific person with the intent of harm. Right. They may, he may, I don't know what the joke was. I don't there know. Were, there were several. There's a lot of Jokes. his old tweets that have come to light. But from what I saw scrolling through him, it doesn't look like there's anything targeted, anything that was deliberately supposed to be anything more than just a guy who does funny stuff for a living trying to be a little edgy. Yeah. Like, okay. I want to. I'm not. I'm not going to make any accusations of who the people are that are like doing this stuff and what their political affiliations are. But I feel that there is a high chance that one person that fired him for this is someone who voted for Trump and who said that the stuff he said on the Howard Howard or whatever that show mm-hmm. was just locker room talk. Mm-hmm. You voted for that guy to be the fucking president. Why can't this guy make a joke on Twitter and then be fine as a director of yeah. a relatively like kind of risque movie? Mm-hmm. It's like. From what I understand, the <laughs> tweets actually were dredged up by uh, political opponents that wanted to smear him. So it's actually like a targeted. Oh campaign. yeah, it was conservative. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> I remember reading. Now I don't, now I remember reading yeah. that it was conservative people who the chances are of them voting for Trump, especially if they're trying to do something like this. I feel I'm not going to make. He's, no, I'm he's not making been... judgments. I take back all of the past like 13 seconds of what I said. I yep. don't want to make general judgments about people who voted for different people. Um, but the fact remains that he has been explicit in his condemnation of Trump and the Trump administration yep. and that this definitely looks like a politically motivated targeted attack. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? Like the past is the past. He most likely learned from it. Mm-hmm. Like you haven't, it's not like he's been saying that stuff for the past 10 years. And as like, I don't, I don't know what the jokes were, but were any of them like the, Oh, she deserved it kind of thing. Like, cause look what she was wearing. Um, cause that's the kind of stuff that even I'm like, okay, that's kind of bullshit. I didn't see any of that. Um, it was a lot of just very poor taste, a lot of weird pedophilia jokes. Okay. Um, like definitely not something you want to see some creative person like this going around saying, but at the same time, it feels like Disney may have overreacted a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, maybe it's potential potentially like a pr move where like they're trying to buy fox and if mm-hmm. this kind of com- stuff comes out right now like it's really tentative for them 
they need everything to be like hunky dory with who who's on their payroll and if fox goes like you got this guy who's like kind of iffy i don't want to go through with the deal that's entirely possible um it might just be a disney brand thing that's like, true they have done they they tried to like they did it with pewdiepie too like yeah moment he came into any well but that was more of like a look what he's doing now like he's a right. shit person yeah as opposed to look what they did 10 years ago right but this is like a more political kind of social commentary discussion that i think should be saved for wiser people than us but we at least got our two cents out there yeah and I, this I, is a good chance yeah go ahead i think unless disney knows something that we don't this firing should not have happened yeah i think it's a little unwarranted mm-hmm. for the sake of like and like i'm not saying let them get away with it like be like hey fuck you like let's, let's get him I like mean, yeah maybe public apology yeah. in front of a lot of people like which he has done already yeah, like sure like i, I don't want to say this necessarily but like flay him in public for being having been a shitty person teach him the lesson mm-hmm. but like he seems fine now right from everything i can see right i don't see any reason to destroy his career yeah uh but th- this would be a good point i guess if you guys have any comments like rebuttals anything anything you personally feel about this if you have like personal experience with this kind of thing that you think this is justified that kind of stuff uh email you probably should email this one right uh just us losers pod at gmail.com that if you don't if i would understand if you don't feel comfortable just like putting your experience on there mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you comments absolutely yeah and let us know what you would want set online yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is online this is the internet so yep careful with that yeah but that's it for that i don't want to yeah, more we'll, into that. We'll not touch on that more. Um, there's some more smaller stuff. We got a new Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. Oh yeah, looks uh, okay. Doesn't look as good as the first one. First one was really good. Yeah, um, I like this one. There was kind of worries after the first trailer that they weren't going to touch on his sexuality at all. Oh, it seems like they. Yeah, they yeah. they explicitly oh, they covered it in yeah. this one. So, I think that those fears have been allayed, and that, yeah, looks good. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to I'm it. I'm still excited for it. Um, the other trailer that we got that wasn't Comic-Con, at least I don't think it was Comic-Con, was Overlord. What's that? It's a World War II movie. Um, it was actually originally going to be a Cloverfield movie. Oh, I remember this. The, the paratroopers get trapped behind enemy lines, and there's mm-hmm. some secret Nazi research facility where they're doing shady science shenanigans. Uh, As they are wont to do. Yep. And it looks really bad. Does it? Yep. Oh. So okay yeah I, like the the trailer doesn't even know what tone it wants it's a awkward mix of sort of just straightforward world war Two and horror but then like it goes into like a i don't even remember but the the song choice is really weird for the second half where it's like too upbeat and it kind of seems like it's almost a self-parody self-aware type of thing hmm. like the meg trailer does that and it kind of works it's like oh it's a giant shark and you're like oh well, it's a giant shark and then they're like okay well they're just gonna have fun with it yeah this one, it just seems like they don't know what they want to do. And okay. It doesn't look very good. But we'll see. Yep. Um, the news. I think that's everything definite. Oh, uh, they're talking about the idea of uh, doing a CW show with Batgirl. Batwoman. Batwoman. Correction. Correction. They are very different. They're insanely different. <laughs> like, everything about them is different. Okay. <laughs> I wrote down Batgirl. I don't know where I got Batgirl. Uh, yeah. Uh i don't want that to happen i would love a batwoman show or movie i don't want a cw mm-hmm. any more shows that feels uh, reasonable 
in the past for people if there's any new listeners they have ruined okay i'm not gonna say they've ruined the characters because you can't ruin a character that right you didn't create but well you can they have very poorly interpreted they, they have very poorly interpreted characters the shows are not very well written they seem insanely redundant with the with the flash it's always like oh there's another speedster that's slightly faster than him how's he gonna beat him oh look he's faster now that's the end of the show mm-hmm. um it's always the same thing there's not yep. really anything interesting they can do with it that i've seen uh i got bored really quick uh about 2015 16 or 2016 i think mm-hmm. um i watched half a season of arrow and i was like this is bad i'm just gonna stop yeah. watching uh green arrow is supposed to be a witty kind of guy uh they've ruined black canary no they didn't ruin black canary they just got her wrong <laughs> like it's just not even like it was like sarah lance who doesn't exist in the comics and then it was laura lance which was like well, like her middle name was mm-hmm. dinah so it was like hey look it's dinah lance now mm-hmm. and then she died and now it's some other weird chick that i <sighs> don't know um so fuck all that nonsense uh, but I think th- I'm I'm concerned that Batgirl is a good one that you could do a really dark show with, mm-hmm. or Batwoman. You got me doing it, you fuck. Ha! <laughs> Batwoman is a really good show you could do really gritty stuff with. Mm-hmm. Um, however, CW, I believe, can do well with LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. So having her lesbian, they won't really dance around that. I feel like they could do that. Yeah, they. they Fox would do a that, better yeah. job with it because have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? Like half the people are non-straight mm-hmm. or queer of some some sort, so they would definitely just be like, "Look, she's lesbian," and be like, "Cool." Well, the thing I read said that they're gonna go with the lesbian version of the character and not hide that. But she's the only version yeah. of the character. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kate Kane's pretty dark lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember the whole deal about, like, she was supposed to get married and then DC didn't, like, go through with it and mm. then called off the marriage and it was mm-hmm. just like, you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I don't want them to do it. I would love to see a Batwoman done correctly, but I feel like they're going to do it poorly. Okay. So. Anyway. Anyway. That's all I got. That's all I got. I had nothing. I just had my two cents. All right. Um, what's, what's the topic today? Oh. Matt, you had a thing. <laughs> right. So, I have a question to cite this episode. Batman, what's his deal anyway? That's a really general question. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> uh, as we said last week, it was uh, proposed by Mark Dalthorpe, Woo. our lovely co-host brother, um, that we do an episode on or I do an episode on what makes Batman good and what makes him bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so brace yourselves, bitches. <laughs> uh, what's his deal? Well, Batman is a man who, when he was a kid, his parents were killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to take it upon himself to end crime in Gotham so that no one would ever have to do, go through that. What he went through again. Okay. Uh, notable things about Batman is that he always has a little, uh, sidekick named Robin, mm-hmm. uh, and he doesn't kill. He refuses to kill unless you're an incorrect Batman in the DC universe or DC cinematic universe. <laughs> cough, cough, Mr. Snyder. Um, okay, I guess a better question, yeah, less vague <laughs> one is. So that's so, that's who Batman is, otherwise yeah. known as Bruce Wayne. All right. Um, so I guess I guess yeah, better question then is so Batman is like 
basically one of the, mo- the most universally beloved comic characters. He's been around for, what, 70, 80 years? 70, uh, it'll be it's coming 80 up, next year. Yeah, yeah, coming right up on 80. Why has a man with bats been so a man enduringly popular? Bats. I'm just going to come up with different That's a good question. That's actually something I didn't really think about, why, why he's directly popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that... Well, first of all, it was one of the first. So it's more, I think it's more of like a, mm-hmm. uh, this is what started it mm-hmm. and he's had the chance to develop it. Uh, I think something that actually makes him very fascinating for people is that, so you got your Superman, and your Batman, your Superman is your idealized human personality. Like this is like, this right. is the, the Boy Scout. These are all the, he, said, he has all these superpowers I would love to have. It's mm-hmm. like the dream ones. He's the mm-hmm. ideal created in a World War II era when you yeah. needed something to look up to. Uh, Batman is more of a realistic, what humans can achieve. Okay. So it's more of like, I could actually be Batman if I put my mind to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I really enjoyed about Batman is that it, his is mind over power, mm-hmm. uh, or mind, his mind is his superpower. The human mind is a superpower. Um, the, the pure willpower he's like proven issue after issue after issue mm-hmm. uh it's astonishing and honestly like almost unbelievable in certain cases mm-hmm. but yeah it's also pretty believable if you think about what he's done to put himself through that like right he has injected himself with every single conceivable poison that exists and that could be conceivably made mm-hmm. with the known and unknown chemicals yep. to make himself immune to any possible like injection someone might try on him mm-hmm. uh he's put himself through like vigorous mind control training in a way like so that if someone tries to like get into his mind he's able to he's able to he literally has a backup personality or an awe mm-hmm. where he was his mind was basically wiped so this backup personality knew what to do to continue his oh. work Okay. Like he's done that to himself or mm-hmm. he has a backup personality in case he goes and says, in case something goes wrong. Um, so I think probably the most general statement of why he's popular is because it's someone that we think we can be okay. in our ideal life. Okay. Um, and I also think it's like, he's had his fun moments, like his fun years where he's oh, sure. like, Adam Adam West fun oh, yeah. where it's campy. Love that stuff. The bats the bat anti shark spray. Mm-hmm. Um and then he's also had his really gritty runs that oh, yeah. are like obscenely depressing and like really get into the grit of like why the fuck Gotham still exists. <laughs> um so I think it's the the diversity of the character and also possibly just cult following. Like I mm-hmm. don't I couldn't couldn't tell you if Batman started now with having a history of characters already mm-hmm. like we do now. If Batman was like, Hey, look, new character, this guy named Batman. If that would, yeah, it sounds really dumb. If you think about it objectively. Yeah. It's like, okay, so he's a, he's a bat powered man. Yeah. It's like, no, he's not. He's just a normal <laughs> guy that does a lot of workouts and he's really rich. And, and you're just like, why is he going to be able to compete? Why the fuck? Why? Why yeah. is he? Why do we need him in a Superman? Yeah. Universe? And it it's also it's also gives the fun of like, hey, mm-hmm. Batman could beat anyone. How would he do it? Mm-hmm. And you know, Superman is pretty easy. Just Kryptonite. 
like the, I saw this thing. It was like, what would happen if Superman and Batman really fought? And then there's like Superman, Superman's flying over Batman, and then he just laser visions him into a skull. Mm-hmm. And then have you seen this? Maybe. Uh, laser visions him into a skull, and then uh, Frost breaths him into an ice cube and kicks him into the sun. <laughs> and it's like that was quick. And then uh, Alfred comes up and hands him this letter, and it's like, uh, "Hey, just so you know, I infused liquid kryptonite into my bone marrow, and that's that doesn't really do anything unless someone kicks me into a really giant fusion fusion reactor." <laughs> Which is really <laughs> unlikely, so I guess, I guess everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> and then he's like, well played, Bruce, and his face just, like, his skull just starts, like, melting away. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so, I think there's definitely an argument that he's got this established mythos of the character that, like, he's popular because he's popular. Yeah, that, the, that's definitely, Maybe I think, what it is. It's like he's... He's got the history behind him with, like, the campy 40s, 50s, 60s mm-hmm. of, like, when a guy dressed as a bat named Batman could be popular. Right. And then it's just developed this, like, he's uh, – Superman and Batman are ingrained in our culture. Yeah. Uh, and Wonder Woman. I don't want to yeah. play Wonder Woman. And Spider-Man, too. And Spider-Man, yeah. And these guys are ingrained in our culture that, like, any store you go to, any store you go to will have something that is one of them themed. Yes. Like I, grocery stores will have cups. Yep. We'll have uh, plates. We'll have like food that is theme themed. Yep. It promotional. Uh, yep. You get a department store, and that's gonna have shit everywhere. Uh, like yep. even like Bed Bath and Beyond. Surely there's sheets that are themed on them. Gotta be. Like it, anything you can think of. Mm-hmm. The fucking Batman themed candles in a candle store. Sure. You, there, it's yeah. everywhere. It's ingrained in our culture, mm-hmm. and I think that may contribute to why it's so popular. Mm-hmm. Is just because it's there. Yep. And it's what we know. Yep. Although I think he is definitely a great character. Oh, he absolutely like, is. All the stuff you were talking about. Uh, like so, I've got a few. I've got a list of like things, but I don't want a list because we're not a listicles. No, podcast. we're not a listicles podcast. Cough, cough, looper. <laughs> <laughs> they have a podcast. Do they have a podcast. I, so. I hope they don't have a podcast Probably for the not. sake of the podcast universe. Yeah. Um. I don't want to like just praise Batman for a long time because the question was what makes him good and okay. what makes him bad. Yeah. So, all right. Well, well, let's get it, dig into this a little bit. What makes a good Batman story? What makes a good Batman story? Yeah. Oh man, I think my favorite Batman stories are the ones that. God, I have no idea. You okay. threw a question at me that I didn't prepare ha! for. Got him. All God. Right. Damn it. <laughs> Thought you knew everything about DC over Well, I know there. everything okay. about DC. I know the facts. Well, I'll throw this out there while you're thinking. I think that a lot of superhero stories are defined by how good their villain is. That is very true. Uh, something about, like, like, the Joker has changed the way he is a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk more about it next week, but they've announced that we're, we officially get a three Jokers story. Mm-hmm. It's going to be its own title. Uh, because they announced in 2015, or released in revealed in 2015 or 16 that there's three jokers and there is i kind of describe it as this there's the fun for fun's sake joker Mm -hmm. fun for chaos sake joker Mm -hmm. and then chaos for fun's sake joker there's kind of like it's it's very discrete differences and then there's like the kind of the business just like uh sort of a mob bossy almost i think he fits more in the fun for chaos sake like his his goal is chaos Mm -hmm. so he's having fun in order to to achieve chaos okay 
Um, then there's chaos for fun's sake where he's doing chaos because it's fun. Mm -hmm. And then there's fun for fun's sake that he doesn't necessarily need to create chaos. Mm -hmm. He just does whatever is fun. And he's the perfect enemy for Batman then the perfect foil because Batman is the enemy of fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Batman. Serious man. Yeah. Um, and I think he, and, and Batman has one of the most iconic, rogues gallery of all that he's yeah. got you've got your joker but then you also have everyone, uh, people know the penguin people know mm-hmm. uh scarecrow riddler riddler catwoman well, even cat definitely catwoman like the well, to be fair the ones that are in the movies are the ones that people know well, right yeah um, but people s- don't know black mask people don't know like fucking Ragman. no not so much <laughs> but like even even batman's rogues gallery when you compare it to someone like Superman, who has had a bunch of on-screen appearances yeah. for movies in the 70s and 80s, and Man yeah. of Steel, and it's all Lex that now. Luthor. Right, it's always Lex Luthor, and that's the only one people know. Even though we've seen General Zod, and we've seen Doomsday, like, Batman just has this really iconic rogues gallery, yeah, too, to play off and of. He's, and they're all widely different. Uh, yeah. And they all have their, they all have their like, specific... I mean, that's, and that's the general thing for all heroes, but, like, there's a thing that you can attach... To each one it's kind of like puns almost basically where mm-hmm. the joker is like all about comedians anything that's ha 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 the mm-hmm. chattering teeth uh the um uh, the little the, acid, the spray acid bowl. star yeah um, the, the gun that pops out the pops flag out that bang, bang the shocking grip thing mm-hmm. the classic clown thing like yeah. that's his gimmick uh the riddler is all riddles yep. fucking riddle yeah, me this bullshit uh Penguin is obsessed with like birds and he looks like a penguin. He's dressed yep. like a penguin. Yep. Uh, Two faced, everything's in dichotomies. Yep. Twos, everything's duality, stuff like that. Duelident. Uh, stuff like that. Scarecrow is everything. Fear. Scary. Yeah. And that, that I think is an, I think, I think my favorite stories are the ones that have to do with fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that I, th- I think is the most iconic kind of attribute to Batman. Right. And a lot of what he does is just the pure fear. Cause Superman mm-hmm. doesn't really get scared and they don't really emphasize the fear around. Mm-hmm. It's more of like God complex. Right. Protecting the people. Right. Um, but oh, well, Batman, you know, protects the people, but yeah, his, his are but, more focused around the fear theme. Right. You, and I think like in year one, uh, just to jump in and interrupt you here yeah, because I can. Absolutely. Uh, in year one, like the turning point where he turns into Batman is he realizes they're not afraid of me. They need to be afraid of me. Yeah. I need something that will cause them fear. And then a bat crashes through the window and it scares the piss out of him. And he's yep. like, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, so I think that is something that makes the best stories. Honestly, like not even the combat. It doesn't take mm-hmm. combat because that's something that I've noticed uh, can – make comics suffer is that like we need to make more punches more kicks more breaking their bones you don't necessarily need that batman's known as the greatest detective and the yeah. second best at everything else yep so give us like a good detective story where like people are afraid where he's starting to get afraid like this is why uh court of owls did so phenomenally well is mm-hmm. that it was something that he didn't know and as he was like discovering the secrets behind it he started to get a little scared of it like mm-hmm shit these things are in these things are in my in the fabric of my society like these things are on the 13th floor of every single building my father's ever built these things are in society they're doing things without me knowing i don't like that that's kind of scary what Mm -hmm. do they know about me and then he gets stuck in the labyrinth for two issues and the labyrinth the issue like actually starts to flip it's something that really like it it 
scares that it's kind of it really messes with you that like it's like normal issue and then it goes like uh profile where you're like flipping mm-hmm. up then it goes upside down uh-huh. and it's all like it's really showing the fear that he's going through at the moment uh-huh. and it kind of puts you in that uncomfortable situation and i think that's one of the like paramount episode or par- episodes paramount issues of that storyline mm-hmm. is that it focuses on the fear and the mm-hmm. uncertainty of what's going on that's a that's another thing good thing to the batman character is that like this is just a regular person basically so we can explore a lot more psychological territory yeah. than we can um other thematic territory i guess with yeah. something like superman so you can, superman at... can just punch his way through the wall through the labyrinth right. and find his way out right and that's all fine and good for superman but for batman it's much more about like the psychological journey and yeah exactly the, the fear and the overcoming the emotions and the willpower and all that stuff yeah um Oh, someone's listening to their voicemail <laughs> outside. Uh, well, fuck. I had an idea from that. Uh, so what makes a bad Batman story? A bad Batman story, I think, is something that uh, it doesn't feel like he's figuring anything out. Mm-hmm. That is something that other people can't figure out. Mm-hmm. Like, when w- there's stories where it's like, oh... This person is dead, and they're smiling. Who killed it? And the reader's like, it's fucking Joker, you yeah. imbecile. Like, I think it's something that... A bad Batman story is someone something that takes his skill and either belittles it, makes it or makes him not use it, mm-hmm. or it makes his skill seem significantly less than what it is. Making him seem dumb, almost. Mm-hmm. It's Because, like, you... You go to Batman because he's the he's the pinnacle of human, physical, mental, everything. Maybe not emotional, uh, <laughs> like the peak of the condition of the of the human condition. Mm-hmm. So doing a story that's anything but makes it feel less interesting because you're getting something that like, oh, if I was in that position, I would. I'm dumb. I wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Batman know that? Like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just to clarify, though, even though he is, like, the pinnacle of all these things, it's still important to have him struggle, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's something that uh, is very hard to do with Batman, where you have to – he's, like – and that's the the way for a lot of the comic books. Like, Mm -hmm. you you have Superman who's invulnerable to everything except kryptonite and magic. Right. How do you make someone who can beat him up? Yeah, you need you You need need tension. Who's bigger and bigger and bigger and just can actually, like, physically knock knock him over and stuff like that. Um, So I think that's – I can't really tell you what the the formula is for making something that Batman can struggle with. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, not making him seem like he's not as good as he is. Mm -hmm. But Scott Snyder seems to have fucking done it. Okay. Uh, and Jeff Loeb and like mm-hmm. the people who have some of the biggest stories of Batman know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's, well, that's a sentence. Let's <laughs> jump over. How does that translate to the screen then? So like the dark Knight trilogy is great. Yeah. Is it, is it great because it's a faithful or not I think even with faithful him, necessarily, but just he's a... less so good at everything mm-hmm. than the comics Batman. Right. Because you see him struggle with things that are really common. Like, he gets shot, and it slows him down. That's yeah. not something that happens in the comics, because in the comics, is like, you get shot, you isolate that part of the body get that, that got shot, isolate mm-hmm. the pain, ignore the pain. Right. Which is possible, because mm-hmm. I do it when I, like, stub my toe. I'm just like, ignore the foot. 
yep. but it takes a lot of willpower. Yeah. It's something that he can do while planning out all the conceivable fight possibilities, mm-hmm. doing things in his brain all at the same time, like the multitasking, the right. compartmentalization that's in, in it incredible with him yeah but i feel like it happens less in the dark knight trilogy which is why it succeeds better at doing that Mm -hmm. is it establishes his limits right that are relatively lower than the comics so it gives him it gives them more to do Mm -hmm. well kind of the whole point of those movies is that it is basically we're just saying okay this is the real world essentially that was that was what chris nolan's view was and also the the villains he faces in the trilogy those are the first time he ever faces them. Right. As opposed to the comics where he knows the MO, he knows what, what, what they want, where they right. would go, what their kind of people are, right. stuff like that. So he, it's a little hard to do it. But with, with, with Batman and with Dark Knight, it's this Joker, this chaos, this insanity. He has no mm-hmm. idea what's going on. Right. So it, it allows for that. Right. Um, so I think a good Batman story can also include changing a character a little bit to where like, Maybe their motive changed, so mm-hmm. satisfying their old motive won't actually do anything. Kind of spins uh, sends Batman through a loop. It's like, okay, whoa, I got to reevaluate this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. There you go. I think I. You're asking me a lot of really good questions, but none <laughs> of my points have actually been hit yet. All right. Do you have a point you can hit? Uh. I think, kind of what I really like about him is his un- is is, so he's got his willpower. His like stone hard willpower mm-hmm. but he's also got his unwavering passion for a lot of things so mm-hmm. like for example most other heroes would just give the fuck up on gotham yeah but he is his gotham is in his blood and something that he will never give up on despite the fact that all these terrible things constantly happen in gotham mm-hmm. and he's just like you know what this is my city this is where i'm gonna put almost all of my time unless someone really needs me like mm-hmm. a justice league situation right but I'm going to put Gotham as my priority mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay here and I'm going to fix Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, Why does he do that? As Batman, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's actually kind of one of the bad things about him is that like he does all this stuff as Batman. Mm-hmm. So he goes, beats up people, brute force, tries to kill all the enemies. But that's really like. That's treating the symptoms, not the source. Right. I think something that, like, uh, one of my bad things is, like, he's a fucking billionaire who owns Gotham, basically, mm-hmm. as Bruce Wayne. Why doesn't he do more to end the poverty? He d- he tries. Like, there are, there are times where oh, he's, yeah. like, he gives money and, like, builds up part of the slums or something. But then it's, like, oh, Gotham is just inherently evil. Mm-hmm. It's, like... Do something big, drastic to change. You've seen the goddamn Batcave. Yeah. Like, billions of dollars. Yeah. You can spend on one city and kind of just do a clean slate, build everything up, help people, mm-hmm. like, create... You're, a gen- you're literally a genius-level intellect. Like, I think it's... I think they... In, in the comics, they have, like, Class A genius mm-hmm. intellect. Pretty sure he's Class B, but because Class A is, like, alien... Right insane genius stuff um but he's like he's insanely smart he can come up with strategies to do it and they never really cover that in the comics of why Mm -hmm. he doesn't do that so do you think there's any weight then to the argument that he dresses up in a bat suit and punches criminals just because he wants to because he wants to get that anger out i think that there is a lot of like merit to that (laughs) statement that uh the 
the amount of rage that was built up when he watched his parents gun down and then like the guy got away mm-hmm. and just watching like he grew up in gotham like when he was a kid he thought gotham was like all perfect and mm-hmm. metropolis and dandelions but like as he got older, he was like, "My the city that I've always known and loved is actually like bullshit." Okay. That kind of pisses me off, and so like he maybe he does just want to take out his anger. Yeah, maybe he doesn't really want to fix it, like on a deep level. I don't think that's true, because um, that's kind of where I put like the the good. Another the point of good of Batman is like his passion for the city, but mm-hmm. I think he. He wants to fix it, but he wants to fix it in the way that he wants to do it. Right. Um, so it's not necessary. He's, he's taking the fun route rather than the efficient route. Right. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Also. Also. <laughs> I'm like, what can I, I'm like, I'm trying to think of like, I have all these like really good points, but I'm trying to think of ways I can actually like kind of blend them into the into the conversation yeah, I also we've never to... worn ones for smooth segues just yeah out never there. really uh his well it kind of along the same thing like the human mind is a weapon along that like he's a symbol for the power of humanity mm-hmm. like this is what humanity can do as opposed to ba- superman where it's like this is what aliens can do mm-hmm. uh so it's for us as readers it's like the symbol of what humanity can do because they don't actually make him do anything that's not possible for humans right through his insane amount of right like, if you were a billionaire and had the time of they your life like basically create the perfect person for the perfect place yeah but they say okay this is within human limitation yeah. so like people are like oh he benches a thousand pounds that's not possible it's like no the world record is like 1200 pounds yeah it's he he can do it yeah um he can hit some he can he can whack some tires with a sledgehammer okay sure that damn batfleck <laughs> um <laughs> But I think one of the biggest smooth fucking segue, one of the biggest complaints people have is like, he doesn't kill people. Therefore, all the people that those people he doesn't kill are on his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, there's total merit to that statement. Okay. Like, goddamn. It's like, I kill them. I become one of them. It's like, you kill him. You save literally thousands of lives in the next four years from di- from like mm-hmm. perishing. That's true. Because... Like it's it doesn't matter how or that you're doing it. It's matter it matters why you're doing it. Right. And I think ooh here we go. That almost got political. It makes me seem like I'm pro death penalty, which <laughs> I don't know. Uh, honestly, to avoid political stuff, I really don't know how I feel about death penalty. Okay. I have argued about that myself a lot. All but right. with Batman, for someone like the Joker, for fuck's sake, if the Joker exists, kill the guy. Okay. Like. He has consistently gotten out. Like, there is yeah. no way you can hold the Joker. You know that there's no way you can hold the Joker. And every time you put him in jail, he gets out, he kills a ton of people, mm-hmm. and they just put him away. It's a cycle. Okay. Like, there's a there's merit to, even if it's just the Joker, kill the Joker. Okay. And then be done. You seem like you have a question coming. Well, I'm thinking that there might be a counter-argument that he doesn't let himself kill because he knows it's dangerous for him to cross that line because well yeah and that's what they always if he is taking out this anger then if he allows himself to kill then that makes him much more dangerous and 
maybe him killing the Joker doesn't make him a bad guy on its face, but it maybe sets him on the road to becoming a bad guy. And he thinks that that would be irrevocable for him. Slippery slope theory? Yeah, sort of in this case. That's fair. There's something to that psychologically. Like, if you allow yourself one moment of weakness, then it's much easier to start breaking down those those barriers you've erected. And so maybe by imposing such a strict limit there. And it's, I mean, and always, it's really good to have a moral line that you right. cross his is pretty fucking low yeah like oh yeah he'll, he'll do a you. lot <laughs> he'll do a lot but killing is something you won't do like people have like the oh i'm not gonna cause like mortal damage like he don't care mm-hmm. i don't care he doesn't care if he puts you in the hospital which is kind of another issue like he he does this like severe brain damage and like will fuse all of your vertebrae somehow mm-hmm. into like a solid line. You just take your body and play it like an accordion. Yeah. He'll do this stuff to people who he doesn't really know the story of. Right. Like it could be someone and people talk about this all the time. It could be someone who was just caught in the wrong crowd, mm-hmm. was blackmailed. Someone's holding his kid hostage to just go rob this bank, mm-hmm. comes in, snap, uh, basically snaps the guy's neck, but just in the right way that he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what the fuck? You know what he should do? He should set up a trust fund. Like, as Bruce Wayne, he should set up a trust fund for people who've been injured by Batman. I feel like he's done that, actually. <laughs> That's probably something they've, That's probably like, something, yeah. It's somewhere. You can see that. But that would be, like, that would be fair. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, he, like, hurts people, and then, like, Bruce Wayne comes and be like, all right, I know Batman's kind of shit, but, like, here's some money. Heal yourself up. Don't do that stuff again. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. They're healed. Okay. They've learned their lesson. Come on. You've got all this money. Do something with it other than buy yourself fucking trinkets. Mm-hmm. I like, think just thinking about this like an economist, though, that might create some perverse incentives where you have people who are like, okay, I'm going to turn to a life of crime. Ooh, good point. Batman's just going to show up, beat me up. Well, that's okay. Bruce Wayne will save me in the end. And he'll give that's me a, a bunch really of money. That's a really good point. Maybe yeah. he's thought about that. Yeah. I'm Maybe sure that's why he's just like, if you're going to show up, I'll fucking cripple your gas. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a deterrent, basically. Yeah. Um, also, for the fuck's sake, he drags children into fighting. Mm-hmm. And he always, like, uh, every time someone brings it up, it's like, he's, like, nine. And it's like, yeah, but he watched his parents die in front of him. Right. He needed revenge. It's like, did he? Or did you want revenge for him? And right. you just brought him into it. Right. Like, Batman, stop making, he makes decisions for other people. Albeit he is a genius. He's the smartest person yeah. on the team. But... People have opinions. People know how they want to run their life. Yes. Stop making the decision for them. Yep. Yeah, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson. <Yeah. laughs> oh, Dick Gray- hey, there we go. Um, See, I did a thing. But uh, so looking more at kind of the way that he is as a character and the way the stories usually develop around his life, mm-hmm. something that I've noticed that I really enjoy is that his refusal to have a love life eliminates the need for a damsel in distress Mm -hmm. you almost never see well okay no you don't almost never see you no you almost never see there's a few occasions but you almost never see a woman in the fridge trope with him Mm -hmm. because there's never a woman in the fridge Mm -hmm. for him to go do something like he's had a couple where like it's just the way that it is with him that like he had it happens to be unlucky that someone wants to get to him kills the woman but that's the woman in the fridge theory but like right. he doesn't allow himself to love so that mm-hmm. no one gets hurt okay and i think that's like to his merit that like he's sacrificing his own happiness mm-hmm. 
because he doesn't like fucking ha- seem to have a capacity for happiness. He Enemy sacrifices his own happiness to save even one life mm-hmm. that even like he's let himself love like I'll say four times. One was Catwoman mm-hmm. and she died in Earth Two. Right. Uh another is uh fuck, what's her name? It's a pianist that died in the new fifty two. Mm-hmm. Like every time he loves someone they die. And it's just like mm-hmm. maybe you don't love anybody and okay. he's like, Okay. That's they usually play up his romance angle, or they did in the um, like the Tim Burton movies. They Oh they, yeah, they went on that a little more Vicky with uh, vale. Vicky Vale, and then uh, in the later movies, the Schumacher ones, there was other people. Yeah. Um, do you think that was a weakness in those movies? Then I'm gonna say yeah, because it played to the damsel in distress thing. Yeah. Like he's always having to come rescue like Vicky Vale from the Joker and right. shit like that. And it's like that's not why he battles the Joker. Mm-hmm. He doesn't battle people to rescue a damsel in distress. He battles people to save gotham okay so it's like a distraction yeah from the, what the character should be okay. yeah yeah well are there any points that i've missed i feel like there are points that i've missed uh his his constant uh this actually is a good and a bad kind of it's it's his constant need to protect his loved ones like mm-hmm. his oh like the bat family like every, right and and that's to his merit that he's like i i can handle it i'll sacrifice myself so that you don't have to deal mm-hmm. with the joker because you don't know what the joker can do the joker's fucking nuts <laughs> stay away from the joker um but it's also pushing people away because like he underestimates he seems to underestimate the skill of everyone else mm-hmm. it's like you got nightwing who is filled in for batman and oh yeah to held his own yeah and but he still like says tells batman to like or tells nightwing to like stay away or right tells uh damien to stay away because it's like i'll handle this it's like no stop you you have this team fucking use it right and that's something that actually really pissed me off about the lego batman movie is that Uh, all that was was like no i got this i'm i don't work as a Mm -hmm. team and then like there was an emotional moment where it's like okay i guess i need to work as a team Mm -hmm. three times (laughs) there was three scenes where he like learned his lesson and i was just like fucking stop yep well, you got to hammer the arc, the arc home a few times in a kid's movie. Yeah. Make sure they get it, it, get the message. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is like one of the things that really pisses me off about Batman is that like every time mm-hmm. someone's like, it's like, I'll go. And then Robin's like, I'll come with you. He's like, no, you need to stay here. It's like fucking you're going to die mm-hmm. because you don't have someone watching your back. Yep. Idiot. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. If you have any more questions, I can absolutely answer them. All right. Um, I Maybe. I know the answer to this one, but what do you think is the best Batman movie we've gotten? Dark Knight. Why? Because it's, it's <laughs> the, it's the suspense. It's the chaos. It, it ca- encapsulates chaos really well. Mm-hmm. It, you have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie, and it puts you in the shoes of Batman, where there's this Joker guy. And it does what you need to do for a Joker-centered film where he's just doing things and it, he has this giant plan, mm-hmm. but you never know what's coming next. And then mm-hmm. it all ties together to almost succeed. Right. Except for if you... I, yeah, I would, you can argue it does succeed. Well, yeah, it is true. It does. It fucks people flips, up. Flips Harvey Dent and makes yeah. Batman come out looking like the bad guy. That's true. Well, yeah, there you go. It's just Because, yeah, like, like the Joker says at the end when he's, like, dangling by his foot and they flip it over, like... 
because the camera work kind of shows that he's won there. Yeah. But, like, he's like, do you think I'm going to wage the battle for Gotham's soul on a fist fight? It's not about beating Batman or anything. It's about, like, the actual fight for Gotham's soul. Yeah, and, that, and that's actually kind of a, a, a theme you see a lot where uh, – villains know they can't beat batman that's just a common thing they're mm-hmm. all like I, we can't beat batman yeah but what we what can we do to ruin him right uh like either try to ruin him in the public image people do that with superman they try to ruin him in the public image mm-hmm. or like do something that scars him or makes him mad enough to lash out mm-hmm. and that's what happens and like like you got death of the family where joker's just like you know what Fucking, I'm not going to worry about you right now. I'm just going to get all your family until you're like, ah, oh, where are they? And then I'll show you. I cut off their faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think something else, going back to the idea of superhero movies are often defined by their villain. For one thing, that's uh, Heath Ledger's performance is just amazing oh, yeah, and fantastic. No, yeah. <laughs> but I think it also uh, works really well, and this is kind of a larger point as to why the Joker is such a great Batman villain. Is Not that Batman's the enemy of fun, but he sort of represents order. Yeah. And Joker's chaos. And so those opposing forces, they play off each other really well. Yeah. Makes the Joker a great villain. And I think that you're right that this is a great interpretation of the Joker as sort of this grand chaotic plan that you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And Batman really represents the order here. Yep. And so I think that plays in the movie's strength. Um, and then I think going back to Batman Begins, I think that one kind of succeeds because it's um, – at least the Scarecrow parts really work because it's fear on fear. It's the same thing. Yeah which is always useful. And then maybe that's a weakness more in Dark Knight Rises is there isn't really a direct opposition. A, a perfect opposition. It's like, right. it's, it's different kinds of power on, like it's a yeah. kind of, it's a power on a different kind of power. Mm-hmm. And it's not a clear difference and it's not a clear, clear similarity. Right. Uh, Cause it's like brute force over dexterity basically. Right. Um, and then thematically it's like, all right, what's yeah, Bane's deal? Why is that opposed to what Batman is? It doesn't quite, yeah resonate i guess and it doesn't like it's they tried to make it like oh they're both member like they're both beings of the darkness mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like bane as a being of the darkness no it never really feels that like way, yeah. batman really plays with that with like the doc scene and like when he's mm-hmm. uh like just in the dark yeah and you can't see him and then he just right. comes out of nowhere um bane doesn't really he's just a big dude he's just a big dude yeah Tom Hardy and heels they kind of I think that's one of the problems I had with it where uh, I still love the movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's no. a great movie. I think it's, it's just great. Not, I think it's like, honestly it's, underrated. A lot yeah. of people love to hate on it nowadays. Um, but like that's the whole thing about Bane is he's dumb, big, brute. And if he gets your hand, if he gets a hand on you, you're fucked. Yeah. So Batman never lets him get a hand on him. Well, mm-hmm. he did. And then he got his back broken. Exactly. But then he never does again. Like he knows exactly what to do with Bane. Right. Um, so... Well, well, I hope that satisfies your question, Mark. What yep. makes him good and bad? If not, we'll have to do a follow-up sometime. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do you have any other heroes? Like, I'm honestly, like, we make jokes about how if we run out of ideas, we'll start doing just hero episodes. Yeah. But if, honestly, if there's heroes you guys want to hear about, mm-hmm. you can do an episode on it. Yeah. Just tell us how you want to structure it. Like, best their stories or, like, what makes them good or bad. Yeah answer those questions tell us what you want people i can't really do it with nightwing because he's just perfect right <laughs> you can do it it'd just be a really short episode we do what you've been up to news and then nightwing what's his deal anyway oh he's perfect he's perfect shall everything about him. <laughs> uh speaking of shall we
Uh, ha, I did it backwards, and now he's confused, and I've broken him. Shallst we? <laughs> <laughs> we shall. Thanks, guys, for listening. Don't forget to like our SoundCloud, follow our SoundCloud, do the iTunes thing. Uh, well, we do subscribe on YouTube uh, on YouTube because we will be getting things. I have made the file for our first booze and Okay, booze. this it is exists. good. It exists. This is it's, a good start. We're making progress. All right. Uh, we're on Facebook at just us losers mm-hmm. uh we are on twitter at justice losers pod for every follower we get i will tweet um all right i'm gonna make our instagram maybe this week i'm gonna go and buy a bot farm and have them like all follow oh our twitter account and oh, so yeah. you'll have to tweet I'll thousands tweeting of times for, yeah. <laughs> um then we have our email at justice losers pod at gmail.com Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where you can go put your comment or put your long messages if you don't want to like make a really long fucking comment on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, which you're also welcome to do. But. Which you're also welcome to do, yeah. Uh, tell your friends. Do that. It's do always that helpful. Thing. Uh, if there's anyone who like, you'd be surprised how many people actually like podcasts, how many people listen to podcasts. Yeah, they're a really Just useful thing. Give them another thing to listen to if they're sure. interested in movies. Like, people have told us that we're actually kind of interesting, which is flattering, but wrong, but flattering. Yeah, we, um, we, we appreciate your misguidedness. Yeah. Uh, and, as always, give us your ideas. Next week is Comic-Con, so tell us what you're excited about coming up in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us what you're sad that they didn't do anything about. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us what you're pissed that they did do about. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us what trailers look good, what look bad. Yeah. All that stuff. Give us the things. Of course, you people probably just don't really care about the news if you do then you know go ahead and track those things down uh i think that's all of it did i get it all i think so very good yay i did it (laughs) i'm batman okay uh thanks guys bye 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 bye